get to the Word today, Genesis 1.26, and give you what I feel like the Lord uh, has for us. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Everyone say male and female. And that's, that's it, male and female. That's what the Lord created in the beginning. Verse 28, then God blessed them. And God said to them, to them be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. My wife, I heard, copied my notes this morning and uh, talked about this to the ladies' group. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. She didn't know. But uh, yeah, this is, this is the beginning right here. This is the beginning. This is where it all started for you, you ladies. This is where it all started for you ladies. Men too, but it's not Father's Day. So we'll just skip over that part until later. But this is where it all began. Female. Everybody say female. Yep. This is where it all started in the Bible. God made you wonderful ladies. And he made you specific and he made you unique. But unfortunately, we're living in a day and time where some people don't even know what a woman is. But we know what a woman is. We've got the revelation. We've had the revelation. We never lost the revelation. And if anything, we actually uh, are, are digging in even deeper because if, if this is going to be challenged, then it makes guys like me want to study even more. Because if you don't know what a woman is, then, uh, you know, we, we can go to the Scripture and find out what a woman is, and we can learn a whole lot that I think will resonate with you ladies today. And so uh, I felt like talking today about the revelation of a woman and showing you how, how in the Scripture... A woman is revealed slowly in Genesis what the true, full definition of a woman is. And this is a Mother's Day according to our culture, but it's not a biblical thing. Mother's Day is not a biblical thing. And so we really are going to just talk more today about women today. Women today. Just a side note before we go into it, if, if a woman... If a woman uh, thinks that her value comes from how many children she has, uh, that's not wise. That's not right. Some women cannot or are not able to, have not had the opportunity to, have children. Some men cannot work. Some men, their legs were blown off in a war when they were 21. Are they, are they still men? Yeah, they are. And so uh, we're not going to do that. We're not going to let the devil tell ladies that they're not valuable women because they don't have children. Just like we're not going to let the devil tell men they're not men just because they had an injury and they can't go lift a bunch of rocks. No, it's, it's much greater, much deeper. Being a male and being a female is much more than those, those two things. And I want to talk about it today. Everybody say in Jesus' name. You can be seated. Good to see the Gandys with us, my father-in-law and mother-in-law. Thankful for them being in town. And he did the men's lesson this morning, and uh, I appreciate their ministry. 
and appreciate mother-in-law. She's a wonderful woman of God, and uh, I am so thankful for the, the, uh, the example she gave to my wife uh, because I don't know if my wife would still be around today if it had not been for her great example and a mother teaching her how to be a godly woman. It takes a godly woman to put up with an, with an idiot husband. You know that? It takes a godly woman to do that, and it's not for the faint of heart. And so I am thankful for my mother-in-law and, of course, my mom, who surely is to be watching today to see if I recognize her, and I do recognize her. The revelation of a woman. Wow, here we are in 2023, and we got to explain stuff like this. We've taken these things for granted, haven't we? We, uh, we don't talk about it because we don't think it's an issue. But actually, if you really think about it, it's always been an issue. It's been an issue from the beginning. And we all know what a woman is. I hope, maybe there's some here that don't. I hope I can help you today. But most of us here today, I'm sure, already know, and you might think this is pointless, but we've never had to do a Bible study on it because it was pretty clear when you looked in the mirror. But we're living in a day where you can't just have logic like that. It's not that simple to the spirit world. There's deception, there's evil, there's confusion. And so let me use the word of God today and let me bring honor to women today. Everybody say honor. Today I'm not just going to honor mothers. I already already told you why. I'm going to honor women today. And I'm going to tell you how valuable women are in our society, and I'm going to tell you how much as men we need to step up and give you honor and protect you. And that's the point that I felt today in the, in the Holy Ghost. I don't know if you know it or not, but our, our women are, are under attack. It was the men that were under attack. See, here's what happens. When you get the men, eventually you get the women. Men go first, then women go. And because we lost men in America, now the women are under attack, and now y'all don't know who's going to come in your bathrooms. I'm not afraid of a woman coming in my bathroom. I'll beat the fire to that woman she tries to fight me. The chances are she's going to be super small compared to me. But now you ladies that are five foot tall, some big old six foot four woman, uh, man, actually it's a man that thinks it's a woman, walks in your bathroom, you're scared. I haven't met a guy yet that said, get out of here, woman. I'm so afraid of you. It's the women that are under attack in this nation. Do you know why? Because, well, should I just, I'm going to just preach. Okay, I'm gonna st- I don't want to get into all that today. We'll get into some of that, but I don't want to get into all of that. Start going to meddling. I don't want to meddle today. I want to stay with what the Lord has given me, and if, if the God gives me something, I'll say it later, but let me get into it. The first thing we learn about the human creation is that God created male and female. Somebody say amen. Anybody believe that's the way it is? Anybody believe it's that simple today? These words in the original Hebrew were the words they use for gender distinction, male and female. God made it very simple in the beginning, for he said that there are only two genders. There's male and there's female. There's only two. The Hebrew word for female here comes from an original root word that literally explains the physical biology difference between males' bodies and females' bodies. For the sake of a mixed crowd today, I will not give you the exact word, but if you look it up, 
it is pretty incredible how clear it is that when God created the woman, the original name that they pulled from literally describes the anatomy of a woman. It's there. It's in the Scripture. But for those of us who are not Hebrew scholars today, all we need is a mirror. We don't have to have a Hebrew or Greek lexicon. We don't have to go to Bible college. We just have to have a brain in our head and not be deceived by the devil because I don't have to be a scientist to know the difference between a male and a female gender. When a baby comes out of the womb, the doctor can tell you right then if it's a boy or a girl. They can find out with a camera looking at your, under your, your stomach if it's a boy or a girl. There is one feature that you have to see that God created in the male or female body. There's a difference between the two, and it is very easy to know the difference. This is not weird. This is not sexual. This is anatomy. And in my journey dealing with doctors and nurses, uh, if you get into the nurses and doctor field, they, they consider all body parts just to be just body parts. It's funny how when you get working out there around naked folks all the day at the hospital, you don't even care anymore. You, just, you don't even think about things anymore. They, it's amazing how people can do that. I, I can't. I'd run, hide. I'd get all weird, turn red in the face. But they're just like another day. I don't know how they do it. I guess you just get used to it. But, but that's, that's the difference in men and women is our bodies will tell us the difference between men and women. And it's always right. No matter how you feel about yourself, it's right. Your body will tell you from the first moment what you are. Thank God he made it so simple for us. Because if we didn't have that indicator, we'd really be in trouble. We live in a society where more and more people are becoming confused about how many genders there are and then the definitions of those genders. More and more men are dominating women's sports by declaring themselves to be women inside of their hearts, but they're still men in every other way. And now on the news, you can tell whenever there is a gold medalist or there is a winner of some woman's division, there'll be three women lined up with medals, and in the middle, there'd be the, 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 man, uh, the man who has a gold medal, and he is literally six inches taller, wider, stronger, and bigger, but they change his name to a woman. He thinks he's a woman, so now he can go do the woman's sports, and he dominates women's sports. Who does that hurt? Women. You ladies. And I hope you're not voting for that. Because don't get mad and don't talk to anybody about it if you're voting for it. Because you can vote against it. But if you're voting for it, you're doing that to you and your bathrooms and your sports and your girls. It's your choice. That's the nation you want to live in. You've got to vote for it or vote against it. Because it's going to hurt women. Hey, y'all, men, we can fight back. It's what we do. Men go to war. So, so men are not under the threat of the last day like women are. Time for men to really stand up and say something. It's your wife in the bathroom. Bunch of weak, sissy men in this world right now that are not understanding their calling. You need to stand up and protect these women and say something. We need men to get out there and vote, uh, call the representative, and say, this isn't right. That's my wife in the bathroom. That's my five-year-old daughter in the bathroom sitting over there watching TV all day long, letting your women go to the world. Oh, I love mom, Mother's Day. No, you don't. 
We're gonna honor, are we going to honor mom today? How are you going to honor mom if you're not standing up for mom? Talk about how we love women. We protect women. No, we don't. No, we don't. We need to. We need to honor women, value women, and stand up for women. That's what we need to do. Any real man in this room right now, you're man enough to stand up for women. And that doesn't mean if someone breaks in your house only. That means protect them when you're not around. Because we're letting our society just, just go down the, down the drain. And men are silent. Because who, who went first in America? Men. And now the women are paying the price. How do we honor women if we're not going to step up and do something? So, so these, these men are dominating women's sports by declaring themselves to be women, by throwing on a wig and putting a little twist in their step. Women are increasingly less safe today because of men going into women's bathrooms and locker rooms where they have now began to undress themselves in front of women, revealing their masculine body to women. And that is becoming normal in our society, and nothing's being done to stop it. It's the truth. I'm sorry if you're shocked today. I'm thankful that you don't have any news in your life. It must be nice not knowing about the way the world is going. But it is the truth, and it's what's happening. It's coming to a city near you. The government's all in this together. It's the, way, it's the enemy doing it. It's not people. It's the enemy. It's the, it's the evil of the last days. That's why we have to pray. That's why I have to be spiritual in the last days. You, you, you can't just talk about it. You've, you've got to fight back in the spirit. This is a spiritual attack against our nation. This is the will of the devil in our nation. It's perverted, and it's happening right now, and yet we want to say that we are for women. No, it's hypocritical. You know, this, this woman's movement we've been working so hard for is going down the drain. All the women's rights that our nation has worked so hard to create is going down the drain. There's no, no such thing as women's rights anymore because now men can dominate women's spaces. It's being called gender dysphoria by many today, but to me it's as simple as an identity dysphoria. It's an identity crisis. And please hear me today, it's not a new problem. It's an old problem. Not knowing who we really are and how God really made us has been something we've been fighting since the beginning. It even transcends humanity because this, this identity crisis did not begin with Adam and Eve. It began with Lucifer. For long ago in heaven, God created Lucifer as an angel. But he got it in his mind that he was more than an angel. And here's the prophet Isaiah explaining what happened in Isaiah 14 and 13. For, for you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven and I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the, far, on the farthest sides of the north. Verse 14, I will ascend, Satan said. Lucifer said, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high I will be like the Most High. He had an identity crisis. Satan didn't understand that you can't be anything except for what God made you. 
What's happening in our world right now is absolutely demonic. It's satanic. Because Satan cannot be okay with the way God designed him. No, sir, devil, you are just a servant of the Most High. You are the creation, not the creator. You make and change what you think you are. You make and change where you think you need to live. But hear this devil and verse 15. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, which is the Hebrew name for hell, to the lowest depths in the pit. If you think you can pervert yourself and be more than what God called you to be, you will end up on the opposite side of it. Try to be something that God says you're not, and you will be destroyed for it. Verse 16, those who see you will gaze at you and consider you, saying, is this the man? You don't want to mess with God. Because when God gets done with you in judgment, people will look at you and no longer see an angel. But the Bible prophesies and says one day we will look at this Lucifer and we will say, who is this average-looking joke? Isn't that incredible? This angel is nothing without God. This angel is nothing without being in his place, in his position, in his submission. This angel has no authority and no power whenever he escapes his identity and the way that God made him. You were only truly powerful when you were in the position that God gave you. As soon as you began to act like something that God did not make you to be, you find yourself at the bottom. You find yourself broken. You find yourself eventually powerless. And the Bible tells us one day we're going to look at Satan and we're going to go, is this, all, is this all he is? The identity crisis we are fighting today is absolutely satanic. He was the first one to try to get out from underneath who he really was. Anybody in this room, anyone that knows somebody that's facing this problem right now, I'm telling you, the devil's behind it. People waking up thinking that they're girls or boys. People waking up thinking things that are not natural, not right. I'm telling you, it's of the devil. It's satanic. He always wants to get people out of alignment with their God. He always wants to get us to rise up to be more than we are. It's okay to be who you are. It's okay to be the man. And it's okay to be the woman. You want to be strong, ladies? Stay a woman. I know what it is. I, I'm a woman, but I don't like being a woman. I'm going to fight back. I'm going to act like a man. That doesn't work, ladies. You know what? Men are not scared of a woman that takes a bunch of pills to grow their hair out and get their muscles bigger. You have no power over a man. In fact, let me give you a little clue here. You have less power. Because now you're just straight ugly. What man's like, you know what I think you need a little bit more of? A little masculinity. I think that would be more attractive. Any Christian man in his right mind does not want a woman to start acting or looking like a man. He's not gay. He does not want that. He wants the woman to stay a woman, look like a woman, act like a woman. He married a woman for a reason. 
If you want to have a voice in your husband's life, stop trying to act like a man. Well, women don't have any power authority over the man if they stay a woman. Eve did. Eve is like, come here, Adam. You want to go eat some fruit with me? Adam was like, oh, yeah, okay, 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 let's go. Oh, okay, Eve. Can you imagine if Eve walked up and they'd be like, Adam, come here right now, boy. Is that you, Lord? God's like, no, I'm not talking to you. That was Eve? She's scary. Yes, Steve? I mean, Eve? Yes? Yes? If, if you want to have power and authority, ladies, keep acting like a lady. Because men will listen to women who stay women. But they'll just act like they like you when you act like a man. Is this good so far? Nobody's left. That's great. Y'all all still here? Hey, if, I'll give you a little tip. If you get nervous on slip out, wait till we're all standing and clapping. And then act like you go to the bathroom. Just don't come back. That's the best way to slip out of church. I've done it a couple times myself. But I repented and found my way back. So nobody's going to judge you here. Okay? Just, just be like, got to go to the bathroom. Just lie to us. And then just go to the parking lot. You're fine. But then pray about it because the Holy Ghost could tell you later that I was right and you were wrong. And you got to come back and repent. Or you know, A lot of times you go to church down the road and do it. You know, come back and tell me, you know, because it's embarrassing. As long as you get back in church one day, just eventually, somewhere. So this is satanic what's happening. Went way off the notes on that one. Coming back now. Notice what Paul warned the Corinthian church in 2 Corinthians 11 and 13, speaking of the devil. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. Have identity crisis. And no wonder, for Satan himself transformed himself into an angel of light. He still has identity crisis. He can't, he, now, he's, now he's the devil. He's no longer just an angel. Now he's a fallen angel, and now he's trying to go back and act like his original self. He's so, he's so messed up, he's got to be the opposite of what he always is. He's so messed up in his identity, he can't just be himself ever. He's got to always be perverted, anti-opposite. But you know what? He's still evil. He's still nasty. He's just faking He's faking. He acts like he's for you, but he's still a devil underneath. Do not be deceived with how it looks on the outside. Y'all, there are people right now in this world going on dates with the same gender, and they don't know it. People are like, I don't know how to tell them I'm really a man. Can you imagine, y'all, some of y'all that are single, can you imagine going on a date? And by yeah, this girl looks good. She's tall. <laughs> Dante, can you imagine going on a date and be like, oh man, I met this girl today. Well, she's tall, strong. Probably works out, does UFC. I don't know, something like that. Protein, not vegan. And then after a few dates, she's like, listen, uh, I got something to tell you. I'm not what you think I am. And you're like, no, you're much better. No, 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 no. 
No, no, I need to tell you something about me. Yeah, I know you think my name is Stacy, but I actually had changed that. That's okay. What was it before? Abigail? Ashley? No, it was Richard. Yeah. It's Richard. Yeah, I'm really a, yeah, I, I changed my mind. I'm really a, I was, not anymore, or maybe I was always, but, and then, and then you got to find out that the one you've fallen in love with is, is the same gender as you. That's, that's where we are in this world. And the devil is behind it. And this message today is to help women understand that you are okay just like you are. And, and of course, I'm talking to men too. You're okay just like you are. Don't change. Don't switch. Don't matter what you feel like. God made male and female. And you'll never be happier, more content, or more blessed than staying that way. This good so far? All right. So far, I got all the Republicans on my side. So the first thing we need to know about women is that they are females by gender, by sex, and all you need is a mirror to find out. It's very simple, male and female, biologically. This is the words we find in the Hebrew for male and female. God called them male and female. But let's see what else God says in the Bible about women. Genesis 2 and 18. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. God said, It's not good for man to be alone. Everybody say, God said. I, I used to think that, that Adam said, I want somebody. But the Bible actually says, God said that you need help. Can God lie? Some of you men are scared to answer my questions, aren't you? He's trying to trap us. Just be quiet. Act like you're reading the Bible app. Slash Facebook. Some of you have fast thumbs, but Jesus sees you. All right. Verse 19, out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam. Literally made him fly by and play on the ground in front of him. However that worked, it was pretty amazing. And Adam, to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that's what the name was. God gave Adam the ability to name the animals. That's pretty cool. And I like the fact that the Bible says God kind of pulled a chair up and was like, let's just see what he does. Leopard, that's pretty good. Panther, wow. Elefante, that's good. I like that one. And so God is watching Adam as he names the creatures. Verse 20, so Adam gave names to all cattle, to the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him, leading us to believe that possibly Adam is naming the animals as they go by, and he notices a trend. Boy bird, girl bird. Oh, a lion with Strong, big, lots of extra hair. Male lion. And then a little bit smaller, less hair, female lion. And I'm just kind of trying to imagine here that there's a trend and maybe he picks up on the trend. And maybe he realizes that everything that God made, it seems like there's a, a female with the male. Girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy. 
wait a minute. Maybe Adam looked up and saw a bird snuggling with another bird. Maybe he saw two animals cuddling up or we'll leave it at that. And then maybe he was sitting there going, you know what? Boy, no girl. I don't know. I don't know at all. But it's not really biblical to say that Adam was like, hey, you know what, God? I'd like to have a female. We just kind of assume that. But I don't really have scripture where Adam was like, listen, I need, I need someone too. So according to scripture, it could be that Adam was like, actually, I'm good. <laughs> you know, I'm chilling. It's quiet. <laughs> tweet, 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 tweet. Oh, it's nice. Let's relax. We like to say that Adam was just desperate. You know, he needs somebody to cook his meals and help him out. That's not true. The Bible doesn't tell us that Adam was just so bored out of his mind and just so, like, he was just like, God, you got to give me mine. i got to have a female. I'm desperate. The Bible doesn't tell us that. The Bible tells us that God looked at Adam, and God said, no, you need, you need help. That's kind of the first dig that God ever made to humanity. He was like, Adam, come here. You know what you need? He's like, what, God, another animal? He's like, eh, kind of. You, you need you need help. He's like, what? I think I'm doing just fine. No, no, you don't understand. You need help to have more of you. You, you can't do this alone like the animals have help. You need help. As powerful as you are, Adam, without something else, you cannot reproduce yourself. So guess what? I got news for you. I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to help you out. Whether you like it or not, here she comes. Genesis 2 and 21, and the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. He said, Adam, count back from 10. 10. Nine. Adam fell asleep. And while Adam was asleep, God cuts Adam open. Thank you, Jesus. That's wonderful. Pulls out a rib. Thank you, Lord. I was doing just fine hanging out by the tree. This is pretty painful. And takes, takes a rib out of the the rib cage. So now he's wounded. And now he's sore. And then comes the special delivery in verse 22. The Bible says, Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from the man he made into a woman. God's pretty good like that. He just takes one little, one little rib and makes a whole human being. God just needs something to work with, you know. And God makes a makes the woman, and I know you've heard this at weddings, but he, he, it, it does make sense. He did take her from the, from the rib, not the rear. Yeah. yeah. Should I say feet? Is that better? Okay. There's lots of things I could say. You know, hands. Yeah, we just go all day with all that analogy. And we'll wait for the next wedding. Uh, God's given me a lot of good information for you, Brother Brandon, Sister Cheyenne. Praise God. Just don't eat ribs the night before because it's going to be awkward, you know. Um, so 
So here comes this special delivery, and God made the woman out of the man, out of the man, from his side, because she was going to be a, a blessing, a helper. Yes. And so we know that Adam was like, he saw her, he's like, whoa, man. Or maybe he was like, whoa, 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 man, <laughs> whoa. When will she stop talking? Whoa, whoa. It was quiet before. We don't know what the whoa is, but so far some of you are laughing because it wasn't woman in the Hebrew. That's English. So technically, he didn't say it just like that, even though we laugh about it. Because they didn't speak English back then. But for our jokes, for our, our fun here, we like to imagine that he was just like, wow, nice job, God. Or maybe he was like, whoa, this is weird. Stop. I don't know. But really, the truth is, in Hebrew, he said, ishshah. And I don't have any jokes for that one. Because it doesn't fit anything in my mind to talk about. I would like to say for fun today, he probably used a few, in my mind, I think he may have used a few pickup lines on her when he first saw her. Like, you know, Eve, you're the only one for me. Or me because these other guys are just animals. That's good. What about this one? I just, uh, I just kind of feel like you were made for me. Personal favorite of mine is, hey, that's my rib. Give it back. That's probably pretty corny, but corn goes good with the ribs. So here's, here's another good one. So, uh, hey, uh, maybe you want to come over to my place later. We can name some animals. No, that's not what happened. He didn't do that because he was not a smooth operator. He wasn't slick. He was probably the worst pickup guy ever. I thought you were laughing. You put your head down to sneeze, and I thought you were just like out or embarrassed at what I was saying or something, but I'm glad you're back. People online don't know what's happening. They just hear me say something. They're like, what happened? You got to come to church to find out, okay? Nope. Lame Adam talked about himself like a typical male. For the Bible says in verse 23, Adam said, this is the response to seeing this naked lady. This is what he said. This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. He talked about himself. Bro, lame. What are you doing? You're so selfish. Adam, here she is, the gift God gave to you. And the first thing you think is, that looks like my bone. That looks like my flesh. You look like me. This is, this is not going well. In my mind, this is not that romantic, actually. He might as well have said, you know what? I like you because I like myself. Thanks, God. You gave me me. Right? But if you think about it, maybe, maybe he was happy because she could speak like him and the other animals couldn't. Get a little old eventually talking to animals. We talk to our dog. I don't know why. But it does get kind of old talking to your dog. I don't know why I talk to him. I ask my dog questions. Do you want to go potty? 
And every single time, it just looks at me. And then tomorrow, I ask it again. And if you have that dog long enough, it's been 12 years, and you're still asking that dog questions he's not answering. Yep. And so it's got to get a little old when you're Adam and you're talking to animals and you realize this woman can talk back. Well, I didn't mean it like that, but... But she, she can talk. Some of my jokes aren't jokes, but they're funny. Yeah, they just work out that way. So she can speak to Adam. That's nice. Surely she was attractive to Adam because that's kind of never stopped with men. Uh, she was enough like him to be a life partner, but enough different to not challenge his position. So it was perfect. Like I said, she was made different. She wasn't actually made full-blown masculine like warrior Amazon lady. She was made different. I'm going to prove that to you later. She wasn't a threat to him. She was not there to hurt him. She was not there to rule over him. She was there to help him. And guess whose idea this was? God's. God's idea. Boy, man, if this was 100 years ago, this message would be amazing. Women are like, well, they wouldn't say amen. They weren't allowed to back then. But they, in their hearts, they'd be like, they'd be like, hmm. But, but these days, boy, women don't like this message because they, they say, I am much more valuable than that. Who do you, am I just the help? Is that all I am as a woman? I'm just the help. I'm just here to make babies. And so there's a spirit of the day where women don't like to, to talk this way. And, and the devil wants to make you very frustrated that you're a woman and you think that you're, you're not a man. And it makes you frustrated because you think you're just here to help men. And when you read the Bible, you get mad because you're like, well, what's going on? And that's why there's a big woman's movement, and that's why there's feminist movement, because women are angry everywhere. They've been hurt by men, and they're trying to get their rightful place because women don't like it that God made them to be the helper of the man. But it's God's will, and when women do it, they're happier you know, there's a study out right now. Check this out. Women that are working in the professional fields that just bypass having children and having marriages and they're in their 50s and they got a ton of money are not happy for the most part. For the most part. You know why they're not happy? Because deep inside of a woman, her heart's desire is to live and be like a woman. That's a true, real study that's happening right now. Women think, I don't need a man. I'm just going to go do my own thing and be independent. And then they hit 50 and 60 and they look around. They have no one. And they say, what did I do? It's actually happening right now in our society, which is a new development. We've never been here before. We're seeing it clearly now. God made women special, unique, to help support Adam. Yep. But I want you to watch this. Adam got to name her, and out of all the names he could have picked, he chose the word in her English to be woman. The definition of woman in the original Hebrew does not mean beautiful. 
It does not mean capable. It does not mean strong. It does not mean smart. It doesn't mean thou is who workest goodest in houses. It does not mean she who gives good kisses. If you can read between the lines on that one. No, it does not mean that. When you dig into the origins of this word, which is not used in English, you eventually get down to a root old Hebrew word that we don't even use to translate to English anymore. It's so old, it's so deep, it has to be dug up layer by layer. And when you get down to the bottom of the word woman that was used in the Hebrew, the word means feeble. Talk about the worst compliment you could ever give your brand new wife. Because it's like, boom, here she is. And Adam's like, you're small. Can you even lift that rock? What am I going to do with her? God's like, I have a plan. It's not like you think. You think I gave you a slave. No, she's not a slave. You think I wanted to give you some hardworking person that could do all your work for you? Sir, you're the hardworking man. Is that the truth? Who was built to do the hard, hard work? Whose curse was working the ground? The man. What's the point of the woman? Why is she here? So he looks at the woman and tries to find a name for her. And the word that comes to his mind is, is she's feeble. She's weaker. She can't lift as much. So Adam the Bible says, did not have dinner cooked for him for two days. And he literally slept in the doghouse because that's the only kind they had. This is not a Father's Day message as much as you might think it is. This is not a dig against women. This is a truth message that will end good for you ladies if you don't leave. Men are stronger than women physically. Men are stronger than women physically. I did not say that, that Richard is stronger than Alice because there's some Alices I would not want to meet in a back alley in New York. And there's some Richards that, that are small out there. I'm not talking about how every man is bigger than every woman. There are exceptions. Some people eat more protein. Some people have disorders. Some people grow more than others in strength. But generically speaking, women are stronger than men physically. We have masculine attributes that makes us naturally good at many things that women are not as good at, like sports. And that is being proven right now with biological men playing women's sports and dominating them. It's happening right now. Do you all believe that's true? You can't deny it. They're winning. They're winning. Everyone knows it. 
Who builds buildings and roads when you drive down Austin? Who's building out here? Bunch of ladies drinking tea and skirts. Oh, let's hammer. Let's put concrete. It's a bunch of guys in boots with beards standing around watching one guy work. can't believe we get paid to stand here and wear all this. Who's building the world? Men are. Who do you call when you need something fixed and you need all the landscaping done? Where's the women landscaping company? Betty's Landscapers are here to move your rocks. That's not a real thing. It's men that do these things. Men build the world. Because God made them that way. And if it were the other way, it would have naturally progressed that way. And by the way, all this trans stuff, it doesn't last. You know why? Because any any society that, that picks up on this trans spirit eventually dies. Because when you start to have women in charge and women over military and women building your buildings and women doing your fighting, you will lose the next war. And when you lose the next war, you'll be wiped out and the strong men across the ocean will take over the world. It's the survival of the fittest. Hey, some of you ladies, if you really want to have a feminist world and you want to take over, it's going to be your death sentence. You better thank God for a man that protects you. You better thank God for men that change the pipes and do the hard work. You better understand you need a man in your life. This isn't Father's Day, but I'm coming to the good part for you ladies. But I have to set the stage up right now. You're not. You're not a man. You're not. There are things you will not be as good at. And that's okay because we need each other to be fruitful. The woman needs the man as much as the man needs the woman. That's why the Bible says in Genesis that they have to go be fruitful, not he be fruitful, and not she be fruitful. But you have to have a man and a woman to be fruitful. No society has been able to be powerful without men. It's impossible. But no society can continue without women. These men that think they don't need women are crazy because your legacy depends on how you treat your woman. I'm a macho man. I don't need no woman. Yeah, well, you have no legacy without her. You have no future without her. I'll go further. We have no no liberty, no cross, and we have no Jesus without her because the Bible says in prophecy in Genesis that the devil will bruise thy heel, but your seed shall bruise his head. You've got to be fruitful to have victory over the devil. At the cross, Satan bruised the heel of the body, and that hurts. But after Jesus come out of that grave with all victory and all power, he crushed the head of the devil. It took a woman to do it. It took a woman. It took a faithful woman. Today we honor women and we tell all the men, you better better love women. 
You better support them. You better not abuse them or hurt them. You better protect them because you have no future without them. You have no future without them. Sir, you have no legacy abusing women. You have no legacy getting rid of women. There's a one baby rule in China. One baby. Do you know the most valuable gender in China? Is a boy. They kill the girls. They kill the girls. And the very few girls that are born and make it through, you know what they do with them? They prostitute them. They sell them to villages because there's not enough girls to go around. When you don't, you know what they're saying about China? Their, their birth rates are declining. That if this trend continues, China will no longer exist one day. Because our future does not just depend on our power. It depends on women who are able to give birth and join with men. And if men do not start respecting women as women, standing up for women, protecting women, then we will have no future. I want you to understand this about men before we close today. Men also have a more disagreeable mentality than women. We are willing to offend people more than women. This is why typically it's the man that kicks the kids out of the house, not the mom. Because moms are like, let's just make it work. I'll go poor. They can just beat me every day. And dudes are like, what would you say to your mama? Talk to her one more time like that, boy. Men don't put up with stuff like that. You know why men are very successful in the world? They run Fortune 500 companies because they don't let their employees run all over them. People are like, I don't know why men make more than women because they do tough things. They do. They were built that way. God made men to be warriors and fighters. God made women naturally to raise children and take care of children. And that's why you're better than we are at that. Men are so different. Men are so unique. Now, women. Women are better at many things than men. Can anybody, can any man say amen today? Yeah. There are many things that women are better at than men, such as, like I referenced, raising children. Trust me, I'm going crazy. When I have to raise, when women's conference comes around, I go on a fast, about five-day fast before. I'm just trying to prepare my spirit for those children. I'm just kidding. I don't fast. I eat extra. I'm emotionally eating. <laughs> extra food for me because I'm just trying to get through. Something happens to a guy when he's trying to take care of all the kids, and some of these guys have a special spirit on them, but I don't have that special spirit. Whenever my wife's not around and I've got the kids, I feel like I'm going crazy. I feel like I'm going, women have a, have a way to deal with children and they're nurturing and the kids are fighting and doing things and mama's over there like, just be, little Timmy, be careful. Don't do that. And I'm just like, stop. I'm going oh, to hurt you. Stop. <laughs> women are like, it's okay. Let's calm down, everybody. Like Sister Cooney comes and watches our kids. She's like, okay, Aspen. Okay. Aspen's like, pff, 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 pff. okay, okay. Everything in the house is broken. Okay. <laughs> it's funny. It's true. 
Women are more nurturing, more sensitive. If this world did not have women, we'd kill each other. Thank God for women. We have to have them. They're so much more sensitive than men. They feel everything, and we get mad at it, but we need, we need, to, we need to hear that. We need to be more sensitive as men. Thank God for women. They're good at it. They can keep a home together. They can multitask the laundry and the dishes and this and the children and the dog and all the things and go in here and the practice. And, and we're just sitting over here like on a couch like, oh God, what's happening? Is there something to watch besides my family? Please give me something. We, we just, our minds shut down. I mean, men can run a Fortune 500 company, but when they come home, it's like, what, what, what do I do? I don't know how to run this thing. I've got two kids and a laundry machine. What do I do? It's amazing how, how women can just do that. They have a nature of that. Thank God for that. There'd be no future without women. Yes. Yep. They keep a home together. And women, women can make good money these days. But that work usually, usually now has to be non-masculine work to make money. And some of the top ways women make money in these days is through like a nursing career because they're good at nurturing. Hello? How many of y'all get a little scared when the big male nurse walks in? Okay. Let's go. There are some jobs women do better. A little intimidating. And so women will get in the nursing field, or women will get into computer work. You know why? Because you can do this all day and make 120000 a year. And I know I'm making it look simple. It's probably more like, hello, 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 hello. But, but women can do things less, less labor and make good money in our society today, but it wasn't always that way. Because back before technology came around, it was lifting, building, and working with your muscles. And that's why many, for many generations, women couldn't make a lot of money because there was not easy ways for them to make money. So things have changed, but women can make money. Women can today make money because of the changes in things. Yes, they can. Women today seem stronger because work is easier and men are weaker today. Stay with me, I'm almost done. Women are naturally in charge more because men are happy to let women pay the bills. Now we have a shifting taking place in my message. If we're going to take care of women, men have to step up. If we're going to honor moms, sons need to step up. If we're going to honor ladies today the right way they deserve to be honored, men have to step up and take our place because women have stepped up. Women pay the bills now. The boys stay home. The men stay home and play Xbox. That happens a lot of places, especially low-income communities. Yeah, or the men can't work because they have so many felonies on their record and they can't get a job, so the woman has to. We need men to step up. We need men to step up and do the will of God because women are having to become men because where are the men? How can we honor women and Mother's Day without men stepping up saying, I'm ready to take my rightful place so that you can receive honor? Oh, oh, I know. You know, we're just going to go take mama to eat today and buy her a rose because we think women are cheap like that. Women want men to be men. 
Women want men to step up and fight and protect them and take their rightful place. And we think we can go buy her some gold or buy her some candy and appease her when the truth is she wants to be loved and valued and treasured because she is special. She's here to help you, not to hurt you. She's here to bless you, give you a legacy, and take care of the children. She's special. We've got to have them. Yes. In the Old Testament, when women were in charge like a man, it was a sign of failure among God's men. It is not the will of God for women to be strong. They are called weak. Now, we go to the New Testament. Musicians can go ahead and come. Are you ready? First Peter 3 and 1. Let's bring it all the way full circle to the New Testament modern times. 1 Peter 3 and 1. Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands. Uh-oh, Father's Day message. Nope, stay with me. That even if some do not obey the word, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives. Women are powerful. Did you see that? Strong, big, muscle man. I ain't going to church. I don't serve God. But that woman, that woman can turn his heart. Thank you, ladies. You have a special gift that God's put in you. I hear you. When they observe your chaste conduct accompanied by fear, verse 3, do not let your adornment be the outward. The New King James added the word merely, but in the original, that word's not there. It says, do not let your adornment, that means the things that you put on, your trinkets, the things you hang on your body, your makeup, that's not what makes you a woman. This is a New Testament scripture that tells us that women are not to put on things to become valuable. Just because the man you're with demands it, that's a problem with your man. That's not a problem with you. Find you a man or pray for your man that he will change to no longer require you to dress up like a Barbie doll. You know why a lot of women struggle with how they look? Because men demand it. And there are cultures and groups in this nation where the women have to dress very immodestly because their man wants them to. I literally witnessed this, y'all. I witnessed a preacher of the gospel in the state of Texas tell his wife to go change clothes into something a little bit tighter and younger because it was a youth rally, and he wanted the pastor's wife to look a little bit more good-looking. It's even happening to pastors. They want their wives to be candy to make them look good. This is not what makes you valuable, women. That's my word for you today. You hearing me? I'm preaching against that stuff because I see the true value in you. I know some of y'all had never been taught this in the Bible. So if you, if you do all that stuff, you didn't know. I'm telling you today, you didn't know. But this is what the Bible says. Ladies, it's not the outward. Everybody say, it's not the outward. Arranging your hair a certain way to get attention. Wearing gold. 
Some of you are like, how come you don't do all that stuff? How come you're not trying to weave in gold everywhere and, and look all flashy? Because the Bible tells us our women are not beautiful and wonderful because they dress up like that and do all that extra. Yeah, that's not what it's about. Or the putting on a fine apparel. It's not about the clothes and all the gold and making yourself look tight and make yourself look good. Ladies, you're valuable not because of how you look and what you do to your, yourselves. You're not a Christmas tree that should be decorated. You're much more. Verse 4, rather, instead of it being the outside, let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. It does not say you cannot talk. Well, the Bible says women got to be quiet all the time. No, it doesn't. It talks about the woman's spirit acting like a woman. You're not aggressive. You're not a warrior. You're not supposed to take up arms and go out there and fight. Men are. That's not the plan God has for you, ladies. You are, you are so wonderful, we keep you safe. You are so valuable, we don't make you do that. We go fight for you. Isn't that right, men? Some of y'all want to send your wives to war? Uh, you ain't saying it, but you're thinking right now. You're like, well, actually, she fights me all the time. Maybe she'd be good. I'm scared of her. <laughs> Maybe the Taliban will be. I don't know. Y'all, it's, it's not about the, it's about the inside. It's about the inside. Look at this, y'all. Look, look, a quiet, a gentle and quiet spirit. That's your spirit, ladies. You can pick up on a masculine spirit. Boy, there's some women, and, and they don't, women like that don't do well with me. Because women like that, I, I, don't, I don't let them do that. I don't let them do it because it's dangerous. In fact, any woman like that, you're, you're just going to know they ain't ever going to get along with this pastor because that spirit ain't right. Right? You're a woman, you act like a woman. That's how this works. That's God's mandate, not mine. I speak for him, and I stand for that. You, you don't have to like it. It's the truth. We're not giving way to that feminine spirit in this church. Not going to do it. And that doesn't mean women aren't valuable and not powerful. My woman, my, my, my woman, sorry. My, my woman, very powerful. My wife is very powerful. You're laughing too hard, DC. You're going to pass out. You better be careful. Every time y'all laugh, it buys me a few more minutes. Thank God for that. Listen, here we go. This is it. And then we're going we're gonna to pray. God's going God's gonna to honor. We're going to bless. We're gonna, we're, God's going to move. I believe God's going to heal some, some women and people today in the service. You are very precious. Is it up there, verse 4? Verse 4. You are very precious in the sight of God. Who are you trying to please, men or God? A godly man sees the precious woman. Any man that requires you to look a certain way to have value is not a godly man. A godly man sees the spirit. Now, if you don't have a gentle, quiet, and holy spirit, you're going to be tempted to dress up for your man. Because it's easier for you to dress up your body than get the right spirit. Some of you are like, well, I, I, I tried to do all that stuff the Bible says, and I took off all my extra ornaments, and my man still don't look at me. That's because you're just as loud. You're just as angry. You're just as bitter. You're just as masculine. Y'all, it takes both. Trade in. Don't just get rid of one. 
Add in the spirit of a woman. Help us, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Verse 5, for in this manner in former times the holy women who trusted in God also adorned themselves being submissive to their own husbands as Sarah obeyed Abraham calling him Lord whose daughters you are if you do good and are not afraid with any terror. Women, fear not. You are stronger whenever you're in your place. A godly man will die for you. You can't fight by yourself. I know that women think that they can, but you can't. If, if this nation lost men, this nation would be pillaged by the nation down the road. And you ladies know it's true. If you don't have men that love you and fight for you, if there's not men you value around your life, I'm telling you, women will be no more. And they will do far worse to you than they do to us. Peter is talking about women, and then he switches gears. Look what he does in verse 7. He says, Husbands likewise, dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife as the weaker, feeble vessel. Paul told the church in Corinthians, he said, God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise and the weak things shall be made strong. And we're to give honor to the weakest members in the body. Because those who are strong do not need the extra honor. It's those who are weak that deserve the most honor. The Greek word for honor here means value. It's Mother's Day. For us, it's Woman's Day. And for us men, it's a day to remember that our women, that God's women, that women across the world are valuable and deserve our protection and deserve our love and deserve us to cherish them, to care for them, Women need protection in the last days. Women need strong men in the last days. Women need prayer warrior men to do more than take the trash out and buy them flowers. They need men to stand up and say, nothing's getting through to you. You are valuable to me. You don't have to look a certain way with your earrings and makeup. I love you because you are valuable to me. You were made for me. You were made for men. We need each other. One is not greater than the other. We just have different purposes. I am not more valuable. No, I might be stronger, but my strength demands my love. And Paul said, husbands, love your wives and give yourself to her as Christ gave himself to the church. It's impossible to honor ladies if you're not willing to treat them as valuable. You know what needs to happen today in this crazy world where women are under attack and men don't know who they are? We need to recalibrate with this word today. 
reset our minds on truth today and tell the ladies out there that we are ready to stand up and do more than just call you good things and whisper sweet nothings and stand up and protect you as faithful men and start being attracted to women who are holy and not just look a certain way on the outside. God, where are the men that rise up and honor your mother? You want to honor your mother? Treat the next girl right. I'm sick today at what's happening around our world, and it seems like men are checked out, ready to shoot somebody with a gun, but we can't honor, we can't value women. If we're really going to honor women today, it's going to be because we value them, protect them, and do anything it takes to make sure that they know how treasured they are. Pastor, I don't feel very valuable. I'm so weak. I'm so fragile. You ever bought something really expensive and then it showed up in the mail and it says, handle with care. Fragile. Sometimes the most valuable things in the world are the most fragile. I don't like that, Pastor, because I want to be strong. You are strong in your own way. You are strong, ladies, in your own way. But when it comes to certain things, you're very fragile. And this does not mean you're not valuable. It means you're extra special. And you deserve extra honor. If you're really a strong man today, you'll be strong when your wife's having a bad day. You'll love her when her emotions are crazy, when the calendar says it's time for her to not think right. You'll still be strong. When she don't look beautiful in the mornings, when your mama gets old and the wrinkles show up and she's barely moving around, what a precious, precious woman in the sight of God. And she might not could fight and take up arms, and she might not could lift that rock, but she can do things you'll never do. She can have babies. She can take care of things you can't take care of. And I hope the day you feel through all of this the honor that we have for women, you will never find more honor in any place in the world except in the church for ladies. Never. We've been telling y'all for years, cover your body up. You're worth more than that. This Pentecostal movement has stood up for women from day one. And they're just now starting to realize how good we had it 50 years ago we preached this message. We stood on the front lines and we told women, you're women, you're different, you're valuable. Let us be the fighters. And now there's a whole movement of people stepping up saying, that's right, that's right, that's truth. I thank you for enduring today. It's a special day. Thank you for enduring. We only have one service, and I usually get it all in. And then you're free. But ladies, I want you to know that if you stay in the kingdom, you will have the most honor. Girls, if you get out of church, they're going to trash you. Y'all hearing me? If these girls got out of church one day, they're going to get trashed. Because as long as you're trying to marry somebody in the church and find somebody in the church, they're going to get this kind of preaching. 
And they're going to have a pastor like me looking those boys in the eyes saying, don't you treat them like that. They are prized possessions. They are valuable. And if they're weak and you know it, you owe them greater honor. So I say it's time for us to truly honor moms today, women today. Because they need our support. Isn't that right, Aspen? We're going to take care of mom, aren't we? He's got his thumbs up. I haven't always treated my wife the best way I could have. And I've learned a lot. But I've grown over the years to value her as she is. There was a long time I wanted to turn her into a man. But I wanted to keep some parts the same. And I wanted some parts to be a man. And what a mistake that is. I need her to stay a woman. I don't need a man in my life. I don't need a man in my life. I need someone different, someone sensitive, someone not like me. My legacy depends on it. I might be powerful, but I need her the same. And she needs me. And we need each other. Let's transcend marriage. Women need men in general. Even if you're single today, you need men in your life. Do not let the feminist spirit get a hold of you, ladies. Just because you're not married doesn't mean you get to act like a man. You're still just as much a woman with no children and no husband. And God has a special place for you and a special work for you. And you will do a work for God regardless of it. Let's just lift our hands together right now. Thank you, Jesus. God said, you're a female. God said, you're a helper. And then Adam said, you deserve my help. You deserve my love. Can we really, can we really let there be a spirit of love for God's creation today? Can we let every husband in this room right now be thankful for, for their wives? Can we not be thankful for mama and everything she put up with from daddy? Oh, I feel the Holy I, I know it might be weird. I really do feel the Holy Ghost right now. I feel God moving in the last days. Let the church stand up and preach the truth. And let the people of God be wise. Come on, the Word of God went forth right now. And I believe someone's going to receive what God has for you right now in this place. I've preached what I felt to preach in the Holy Ghost. I didn't hold back. And I believe the Spirit of God wants to move right now and talk to somebody. God, rearrange our minds to the truth. Rearrange our minds to right. Women are not just are not just uh, men's uh, toys to kiss with them. No, that's not true. That's not it. Women are much more. They're valuable. They're special. Stay a woman. We need you to be a woman. And let the men stand up and rise up and say, yes, I honor you and I'm thankful for you. Let the women with a quiet spirit in the church have the most honor, the most voice, the highest platforms. Thank God for for ladies today in this place. Could you just gather around and Maybe pray with someone before we leave today. Let's all stand to our feet. and I just want us to be thankful for a few moments. I just want the Holy Ghost to... I really feel like someone can receive the Holy Ghost any minute. 
when you preach the truth of God's word, God begins to hover around the atmosphere because he's, he's drawn to the spirit. He's drawn to this uh, because truth is God. And when I preach the truth, you can feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Uh, I'm telling you the Lord is here right now. I want women to be valued and protected. I want fathers to take their right place. I want our children to be blessed. Uh, we've got to make sure we're the church uh, and we're standing up against the spirit of the last days that's coming after men and coming after women and we will not allow it to take place. We will stand our ground. We'll stand up for women and we will honor them. Before we leave today, would you find someone to just pray? You can come to the front. But I just want to take a moment. Musicians and singers can, can worship for a few moments. If you, if you need anything today, we are here to help you, to love you. Let there be healing right now from women who've been abused and been hurt and feel like you're not valuable, that you're not important. The Bible says you are, and the Bible says it should have never happened. That's not the will of God, but people were evil and people are sinful, and you've been hurt, you've been damaged by men, you've been damaged by your children, you've been damaged by people, but it's not the will of God. You're valuable in God's sight. Thank God for women today. Thank God for mothers, for those who mother, for those who care, for those who, who reach out. God, let your spirit minister in this house right now in the name of Jesus. Let the Holy Ghost move right now. Come on, I'm feeling the Holy Ghost moving. If you'll just hang on for a few moments, God wants to minister. I hope at the minimum every woman in this place today realizes how special you are. Don't change a thing. Become more like a woman. A biblical godly woman I'm telling you you'll have power and authority you'll have men lined up to support you you'll have men lined up to back you up men will protect you men will fight for you thank you Lord for the Holy Ghost I feel yes 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 God anoint today and help us God help us today Jesus help us God right now Come on, if you ladies have been hurt today, I want you to know you're in a safe place right here. If you ladies have been damaged or offended or hurt, you're in a safe place today. You're in the church that values women. You're in the church that Jesus died for the weak vessel. Come on, a safe place for ladies. This is a safe house for women. A place you can run to in the time of need. If you're young and unmarried, don't you find someone that values just your body. Find somebody who values you being godly and holy. I see you praying. I see you praying.